Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to our first episode of Perseus Endeavors. We're going to be playing the Lancer RPG system. Uh, I am the... I'm going to be Mission Control, uh, Cody. If everybody wants to go ahead and introduce themselves, starting with John. I'm John. I'll be playing Oni, a pilot of a Vanguard pattern GMS Everest called Mizuchi. Uh, Andrew? Hello, I am Andrew, and I'll be playing Sparky, piloting the sniper pattern GMS Everest, Laramar 1. William? I am William, and I'll be playing Valkyrie, piloting the command pattern GMS Everest, Regenleif. And Craig? Hi, I'm Craig. Um, I'm playing Maggie Holbach, patterning the, uh, piloting the GMS uh, standard pattern Everest Homestead. All right. Call sign uh, Maul. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, so we will begin our story. Uh, starts with, uh, you can see a busy space hub terminal um, in the foreground. In the background, you can see a large concentric ring uh, structure with what looks like a semi-mirrored uh, image on the middle of it. Uh, your characters would know it as a blink gate. Um, uh, as we go inside, uh, very reminiscent of what a, a modern day for us airport would look like. Lots of hustle, bu hustle and bustle, people going to and from the central hub, uh, from the external arms and such. Uh, we'll go into the crowd and uh, John, if you want to describe Pony, what he's doing or what they're doing at the hub right now. I assume I am heading towards some sort of data terminal to receive information on the mission. Uh, Oni stands at about six feet tall. Um, actually, I have his exact stats here. <laughs> because I forgot I have a dossier. Um, yeah, he's six foot tall, leanly built, uh, 
the I forgot to update the overlay with his new character art, so this is slightly old. But uh, white hair, uh, uh, white hair that hangs down to his shoulders, swept back, um, dark metal uh, and and dark metal and leather and the various other materials. Uh, 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 pilot suit on with a long red cloak sort of attached to it at various places covering the large sword and assault rifle uh, that are slung across his back the assault rifle sort of hangs down low and the sword hangs up over his sh- over his shoulder um, and looking looking very much similar to how his mech looks which will be seen later um, but uh, I'm assuming that I'm approaching some sort of mission terminal to receive information. Okay, yeah. Uh, able to find a, a, a terminal to start flicking through windows, tabs, screens, all sorts of information you'd need to uh, look for work as a Lancer. Um, zooming through to a same same arm uh, but different section. Uh, Andrew, what is Sparky up to? Sparky is probably in a very similar position. Uh, she stands at around five foot ten, five eleven. Um, somewhat fair skin, blue eyes, black hair. That's uh, while she's built for a soldier, her hair is definitely not uh, military standard. It's stretches down past her collarbone uh, rather freely. Um, But what is probably the most striking about her is that her left arm, hand and shoulder are all obviously cybernetic. Um, She she is hiding... She's doing a very good job of hiding the fact that uh, she has very little idea of what the best approach to finding work as a Lancer is. All right. She's doing the Disney character in a new situation thing, or just like sort of watching somebody else and mimicking what they're doing. <laughs> Less of that and more observing people and then only actually doing something after they stop. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> So you're as you're wandering around, uh, uh, yeah. We'll spot or zoom to a different area. Uh, William, what is probably having just finished confirming her information and moving on towards her next destination is uh, Shani Callsign Valkyrie is uh, very much has the hallmarks of a vat-grown, genetically engineered soldier. Very much that sort of the face and body are sculpted far too deliberately and perfectly for most sort of natural-born humanoids. Um, Everything is very clearly designed uh, about her from her, like, from her leonine features to the, like, explicitly um close and like almost like color picked on a on like a palette scale orange of her hair um very it's very intentionally designed to stand out um that is cut into a uh, military mohawk with one with one braid hanging loose from it 
um, the armor that she wears sort of uh, heavier, heavier material with most of the actual armor plating currently removed just for ease of transport um, is solid black with trim that is of the exact same color of orange as her hair. Um, eyes a very striking green with this sort of series of symbolized tattoos along the right side of her face um, with a long boarding axe slung over her shoulder and a pistol on her hip as she sort of nods to the information that she's got and begins moving on to wherever her next destination is. Yeah, and as you start moving through the crowd, you are given a little bit of a berth because you a little bit intimidating for the general space go space fair through the terminal hub. You do see some other mercenaries and stuff like that that kind of just give you a side eye. But uh, other than that, you're it's like left not, to your own business. Not not just mercenary, kind of unearthly because of the whole like vat grown nature. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then last but not least, Ma, what are you up to? Um, Maggie is, um, I think, actually, I wanted to confirm with John, but I think probably would be with Oni at this point. Yeah. I think they would be traveling together at this point. So walking uh, casually in no particular hurry, a little ways behind Oni is uh, a, a, an older woman, maybe late 50s, early 60s, uh, about five foot eight. Um, um, with auburn hair that maybe used to naturally be that color, um, probably probably is 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 that color by choice at this point. Um, wearing um, a faded khaki um, uh, a, a faded khaki jumpsuit, um, sort of a, a maintenance style jumpsuit with hullbuck uh, stitched across it, and then stenciled around that top and bottom. There are two two sets of teeth like. Uh, like a sharp jaw that's chomping on it. Um, and over that, so I'm wearing this shirt. She's wearing basically the same Hawaiian shirt unbuttoned just over her jumpsuit. Um, has a, uh, a straw hat, battered straw hat with um, uh, a hole through the brim sort of pitched back over her head and is carrying a duffel. And she um, comes up behind Oni and just looking over his shoulder to see if he's finding anything. Also, thanks to the magic of modern technology, I have in I have in middle of the stream updated the overlay to have the correct character art for Oni. <laughs> I I do actually. I made one error in the description. I said her eyes are green. They're actually blue. Correction. Oni's eyes are also oh. blue, which I completely forgot to say in my description. <laughs> now we got to just restart everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cut over. Uh, all Maybe right, so. Yeah, as you guys are uh, carrying on with your business. Um, anybody looking outside of the windows or outside of the ports? I imagine it's in view. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, ima- I imagine in contrast to how she looks, Valkyrie is sort of looking around and taking everything in like it's a brand new experience because she's probably been through this a few times, but at the same time, is marveling at the technology that the Union can put forward. Sparky yeah. would be in a very similar position, mostly because she's not used to traveling on her own. All right. Uh, as you guys are kind of just keeping your eyes around, Oni's looking at the um, data terminal, uh, but uh, Shani and Sparky see a fairly 
large uh, ship come through the gate towards the station that you are currently at, which I forgot to mention is called the Knockling Station. Um, it's in the Animite Ring, which is the furthest out, uh, just just shy of the Perseus Arm, uh, on the southern edge of the Orion Belt or Orion Spur. Um, you see the ship come out, and then shortly after, there's a short siren blast over the entire station PA system, which. It wouldn't be a PA system, but over the station comms and on your data terminal as well, it flashes a bright, uh, bright red screen uh, that flashes attention. Uh, at the same time, you're hearing this uh, a message that says, attention, attention, any available Lancer class pilots currently within the Knockling station, please contact the ACN Arcadia within five minutes for an emergency contract. Details discussed upon Lancer verification. And it repeats three more times and uh, gives the coordinates. And as you look out, well, you two can see uh, that the ship that just came through is marked as the Arcadia. Immediately make an about face and start moving towards that location. (laughs) Let's go make contact. Yeah, Spocky pulls out a uh, data slate and speaks into it quickly. Astra, pull me a root. Alright. Uh, <laughs> sh- they're playing our song. Look over my shoulder at Maul. Well, I guess we found a job then. Yes, let's let's go. Alright. Uh, you guys travel through the terminal and uh, uh, actually on your terminal uh, Oni um, if you click on it, it'll give you the location for a station um, official to report to. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, I'll do yeah. that then. <laughs> oh, the goddamn side of the terminal. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is. That always the just, way. just right at the beginning of the central hub. Come on, Ma. It's good exercise. All right, but you're carrying my bag. And she immediately just passes it off to Oni. Catches it, slings it over the shoulder, starts walking. All right. Only only walks with that. Only walks with the purpose that you typically see in in uh, in the stride of people who are uh, like uh, the 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 sort of the, the classic uh, 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 knight errant hero walk with the like straight back posture correct. Uh, moving with momentum and purpose, Carry, carrying everything you own in that giant, like sleeping bag size well, sized rucksack over your shoulder. Carrying everything Ma owns in the giant. <laughs> everything <laughs> I own is in the ship. Is in my is in my lance. Ma, by contrast, just a little little bit of a hunch to the shoulders and just sort of strolling along behind. Uh, she has a, a very slight limp, unlike um, um, unlike Sparky's prosthetics, which it sounds like are are fairly immediately obvious um as uh you can't really see anything but uh from the from the right leg she she favors her right leg a little bit and there's just a faint pneumatic hiss every time she takes a step on that leg like and valkyrie 
unintentionally, again, because it's something that was specifically designed into her, walks with that sort of operative walk, the sort of feet very, very closely spaced with the like the loud click of the heel to draw everyone's attention to the person walking. You have to walk in that very particular with purpose pattern for the cloak to billow, so that's what's happening behind them. <laughs> <laughs> specific speed. You can't go faster, can't go slower. Yeah, if you go too fast, it whips about. If you go too slow, it doesn't move. So, <laughs> yeah, like Val- Valkyrie's walking pace is sort of dictated by the, the, the footfall has to sound loud enough to draw attention. <laughs> Alright, so Oni and uh, Ma, uh, as you guys are walking towards that central hub, uh, you hear uh at the four-minute mark, they repeat the message, except this time it's four minutes to reply. Uh, and it takes you a couple minutes to get over there, but you reach the station official. Uh, present them your Lancer license, and they direct you to... Uh, they get the information that you had previously for your previous destination. Uh, and direct you to another transport where your lance will be waiting uh, for both of you. Uh, Shani and uh, Sparky, as you guys are traveling towards the central hub again, or as well, um, you see uh, uh, an, an older woman and uh, a uh, younger gentleman uh, I can't just go down uh, <laughs> presenting licenses and speaking with a station official probably four or five spaces ahead of you in line let's be clear you see a person with a Hawaiian shirt and a dude with a cloak <laughs> yeah dude with a cloak dude with a cloak and a, and a lady with a Hawaiian shirt yeah and the couple people in front of you, uh, you see one person hand over, slide a, a license forwards, and then the, they're immediately directed to a different door. And uh, as they go through, uh, you see a pair of security officers go through that door after them. Um and then two more people are the two people in front of you after that. Uh, one of them just gets out of line after seeing that. And the other one, uh, puts, go ahead and I, yeah, no, you would notice your, your visual acuity is so high. Uh, you would notice they palm their license into their pocket and then just ask for directions before getting out of line so that you can present your license. Uh, and you're also directed to uh, the door that the Hawaiian shirt uh, and the cloak went through. <laughs> the Hawaiian shirt and the cloak coming to yep. NBC this fall. <laughs> yep, that's definitely a buddy cop show. <laughs> but it's town guard buddy cop. It's somebody got thrown back in time. Yeah, <laughs> dude. 
Or one of them is a Reti- retired police officer in a Hawaiian shirt gets thrown back in time to the medieval ages and has to work with one with the with the local captain of the town guard. Yeah. I would definitely watch that show. <laughs> All right. And Sparky, you are actually in line behind Shani. Uh, yeah, it would make sense for Sparky to get their last out of all of us. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, when you guys get to the terminal, uh, you have about a minute left before the uh, that's the final message. Uh, and you guys uh, are directed to the transports and loaded onto the ship. As, as as she goes, um, it is only you four, by the way. Yeah. As, as she goes, Valkyrie sort of pulls out a data slate and just uh, Mimir, the Regenleaf is going to be transferred to keep uh, systems ready for potential drop. Apparently, we've got a job. <laughs> Upon hearing Mimir, because there are so only so f- so many people that would name their. Uh, CompCon units that I like squint eyes look over Valkyrie right Tony good yeah, to see you good to see you too it's been a while oh you two know each other uh, many many years ago I don't think either of us were Lancers at that point no Spacky takes the opportunity while the others are talking to Whisper to her own CompCon. Astra, prep the mech. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to tell my CompCon to prep the mech. It knows. <laughs> well, so where? What if you all wasn't Lansing at that point? Where'd you meet each other? No, we were still piloting. It was just. It was before I would. It was back when I was piloting a Ronin. Ah, all right. Before you became a Ronin. Little, I was little history <laughs> joke for you. There's a look on Oni's face. It's like you're not wrong, but also not right. I was pil- I was piloting a Haskarl class um, Dragon Raider unit, uh, designed well, designed for leadership. But the it was I think a peacekeeping job when we first met. Yeah, the SMC and your uh, what are they called? What was left of the dragons around me, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Working together on a job. As you guys start to converse and make friends, reunite a little bit, uh, you feel the rumble of the ship as it disengages from the station and starts heading towards the Arcadia. Uh, On the way, uh, well, when you dock on the ship, you are uh, when you you get to the ship and you start uh, disembark from it you're greeted by a young individual in military uh, garb or assuming it's military garb for the system Um, they curtly nod and say please follow me turn around and start heading towards uh, the end of a dock and they lead you towards an elevator 
up a few floors, probably about 20 floors. This is a very large ship. And then uh, into a, what looks like a planning room of some sort. Briefing room. This turn to you and say, please wait here. The uh, console will be here shortly to brief you. I hand Maul back the bag. <laughs> Dash it in a corner, look around to see if there's any coffee or anything to drink. Uh, there is no drinks in here. Uh, what you do see is just, uh, it's very sparse. There's basically just a large table in the middle, a holograph table. Um, uh, and there, there's about elbow level shelving for setting notebooks or anything you bring in with you down. But other than that, it's very, very sparse. Um, Chairs at the table or is it? Uh, there's stools underneath the, uh, underneath the shelving. Okay. Malt hooks one out with a foot and sits down. All right. Is there a few a, moments? Is this, oh, is this just like a like a? Uh, are there any windows or are exterior facing ports on this in this room, or is it just solid? It's wall? just solid wall. This then, is like a briefing room. Then I am back against a wall facing the door. All right. Uh, Karee just kind of leans over the holograph table, sort of waiting. Yep. <clears throat> a couple moments, Pat. Oh, go for it. Sorry. Sp- Sparky finds uh, a back corner and. <laughs> Uh, basically just wa- watches everyone else in the room. Her eyes flick from one to another after a few seconds. Look over it. I look over at Sparky. Oni. I point at Maw. Maw. I point at Valkyrie. Valkyrie. And then I point at Sparky and wait. Uh, she almost flinches when you introduce herself. Uh, Sparky. Nice to meet you. Where are you from, hon? Fortune, out in the diaspora. Oh, fancy. I have no idea what that is. Uh, if galactic star charts uh, say correctly a mining planet, or at least mineral rich. More of a uh, metropolis and development world, but yes. Hmm. And what you flying? I'm sorry? Well, you wouldn't be here if you wasn't a Lancer. What you flying? I glance over at Oni, because he seems to speak for the three of them. I'm just looking at you, waiting to see what you're going to say. Maul goes like this. You know, flying, piloting, <laughs> Lancer. Come on. Pilot. But what's your, what is your mech? Is the question. Ah, right. Yes. Sorry. Uh, uh, Laramar uh, Everest model. Oh, nice. Fan of the GMSs myself. Also an Everest. Mizuchi. Vanguard pattern. Oh, uh, sniper pattern. Mm -hmm. Sorry, didn't make that clear. Dragon Leaf. The command pattern. You have the, uh, the swarm? Yes. Uh, I'm one, 
Light Light Nexus for simple command and control. I want to try those out, but I don't know if they mesh well with my combat style. Door opens and walks a gentleman. Um, show you. <clears throat> Uh, short white hair up on the top into a bit of a faux hawk. He's got cybernetics um, on the that kind of wrap around the sides of his face, uh, framing the top of his forehead and just under his cheekbones. Um, anybody uh, familiar with cybernetic implants is probably related to a military career. Um, he walks in. Greetings. I am military counsel Calvin Stragas. Uh, thank you for... arriving uh, and accepting this offer. Um, are, I come with the authority of the dynast Emery Bakori uh, to request or to offer you a contract for the uh, for assistance in diverting a uh, rogue class M asteroid headed for a planet in our system. Um, as of five days ago, we were able to pick up this asteroid on our sensors at the edge of our heliosphere. Uh, we began printing uh, propulsion systems to divert this and have it uh, installed by an engineer team. Uh, that was 32 hours ago. We have not heard from them since current trajectory puts the asteroid on a crew on the collision course with the planet of Andar, uh, the Haven planet in our system. Uh, it has extraterrestrial life on it, but no such civilization. Um, we are on a separate planet Andar prime, but we have tasked ourselves with preventing this collision. Um, we lost contact with the installation team shortly before they touched down on the asteroid. Uh, after eight hours had passed, we sent in a we sent in two strike teams to verify or to investigate them ourselves. What have if anything happened to the installation team as the installation should have been done by that point. Um, it we have not heard from them in four hours so uh, with the asteroid coming closer to the system or to the planet we are offering you the four of you it seems uh, a contract if you can Locate and deploy these printed propulsion units at the axis points on the asteroid so that the program can fire and divert 
this asteroid. Uh, and or locate the installation and strike teams afterwards, you will be uh, compensated with a uh, Corvette class ship and uh, a bit of mana uh, as we've recently officially joined the union. So, is there Corvette, any questions? Is it Corvette space-worthy, or is it a fixer-upper? It has been decommissioned for some time, but it is space-worthy. And he'll pull out a... or he'll bring up on the hollow... Uh, on the hollow table... An image of it. Do I recognize this model of Corvette? It's fairly old. It's it's probably about hundred years old, but it's mo- it's a Corvette class transport mm-hmm. for mechs. Like each one of those bays can launch a size two mech out of the top, or a size three can be dropped from the bottom. Each one of those bays on the side, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that's that's a space launch bay on top, basically. Yeah. All right. I mean, that sounds good to me. But does that mean all four of us are sharing this ship? We can compensate uh, with Matt if you're not all, all a group. Uh, then we can compensate you with mana to buy your own ships. Um, but we can take a look at the Corvette at least, and if we we're headed our separate ways after, we can probably stand each other long enough at least to get it into a port, or we can sell it, split the profits. She looks around at the others. It seems to me that we may have a more pressing concern at this point. There is an asteroid to be diverted, yes. I think we can worry about how we're going to divide a ship later. Maul kind of waves her hand. (laughs) (laughs) One question about the asteroid. Um, Any reason to think uh, it ain't naturally occurring? Might have been launched? Is this one you all seen before in your system? Uh... No, but it could have been the the sensors that we put up uh, were put up within the last. The installation was finished about five years ago, so if it had a particularly long orbital path, it may have been outside of the sensor range when we uh, when it was finished. Um, we have no reason to believe it's been launched. It hasn't changed trajectory and um, it if it was aimed at I believe it would be at our sis, our planet instead of the haven planet oh, unless you wanted to depopulate a previously uninhabited air quotes uh, planet in order to purchase or perform other operations on 
a a recently a recently destroyed pre-civilized uh, pre-spacefaring civilization world would be a really good staging point for an invasion. Yes. This asteroid isn't quite large enough to cause a apocalyptic event, but it would severely it it has the capacity to be an extinction level event for the creatures on the surface. But we're here to prevent also, that. Also, hell, people miss all the time. <laughs> well, <then>. nods. <laughs> a lot of debris around it. You think your other crews might have just crashed or gotten wrecked up by uh, by the shit floating around it? Uh, no, no orbital debris around it. It's uh, general dimensions are uh, a, kil- a kilometer in diameter. And about two and a half uh, kilometers in length. Um, fairly oblong. It is an irregular shape, but uh, it seems to be one solid piece, which is good. It, we just believe that it is uh, has a ferrous or some other type of magnetic. metallic core uh, as there is a, a slight EM field that may cause be, may have caused the uh, interference well then good enough for me assuming these up. engines are on the asteroid we'll find them and deploy them up and out we already have we've printed a secondary set in case for whatever reason, they've been destroyed. Um, That's probably good. Yeti Rambler 10 ounce. <laughs> <laughs> Random ad. Somebody had a, a 10 ounce steak coming to them. <laughs> no, my name is Calvin Stragas, not Eddie Rambler. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Rambler's 10 ounce steak. <laughs> Eddie Rambler's my nephew. <laughs> I left him back behind on the, on the ranch. Um, well, it's good enough for me. She looks around at the others. Same here. Uh, with the meteor incoming, time is of the essence, I believe. This is a, a adequate mission. Stragus, uh, wearing a wedding ring or anything? <laughs> he, he's wearing gloves. All right. Um, so she she looks over the other side. All right. Up and out. She looks back at Stragus and winks. And I'll talk to you after. <laughs> he nods and then, uh, as you all file out, uh, he hands each of you a, a data slate with a contract. For read over it, sign it. Yep. I'm a. I'm, I'm going to look towards Sparky because I have. I haven't actually heard her confirm her desire to do the mission yet. <laughs> Uh, Sparky looks back at Stragus. One last question. Yes. Exact, exact numbers of people you've deployed to the asteroid. A dozen? A hundred? Uh, the installation team was, uh, 16. Two engineer mechs. Uh, the strike teams were, uh, two teams of ten. So, 36 individual, uh, non- 
mech units and two engineering unarmed so if we see more than two mechs on the surface there'll be a problem if you see yes that that would be a problem or if any of the mechs are armed understood we'll bring those people home Grateful. Just in the back, uh, in the back of Oni's mind, there's just a "Don't make promises you can't keep." <laughs> See, Spocky doesn't know. That. Oh, I, I, that's why he doesn't say it out loud. <laughs> All right. Oh, I meant just like in general. That's not something Spocky's familiar with. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you, you guys, oh. I, I I was just going to ask a, a lore question. Can yeah. you? Um, data pads like this with the um, with the contract on it, can you have those interact with CompCon systems? Yes. Like, can you take I will say yes. Plug it? Okay, <laughs> alright. Um, then Maggie the says... <laughs> <laughs> then Maggie says, Doodlebug, give this thing a once-over. Alright. Goes through. No weird loopholes, no... Seems pretty pretty straightforward. All right, we're standard familiar. standard waiver for not responsible for your death if you signed up for this. I think I might be the only person. You don't make it off that... the asteroid in time. That... I think uh, I, might, I might be the only person here that didn't name his CompCon unit, and now I'm slightly embarrassed that I didn't. Everybody else is doing it. I just wanted to be popular. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, had one more thing, but I can't remember what it was. Alright. Uh, after you uh, sign the contracts, uh, he takes them back uh, and says, when we reach uh, our system, we'll be able to outfit uh, if you're mechs are currently not outfitted for low G or zero G uh, operation. Uh, any changes or uh, retrofitting you need to do, you can do there. Uh, some we can do here on the way there, but uh, we'll be passing through the blink gate momentarily. Any kind. I got an Ava up and running. Okay. And as you guys are led out of the briefing room um, and into uh, just a general crew court, it's a large, uh, medium sized barracks room. Uh, it's got a, it does have portholes on the side. You can see the way that the ship curves a little bit. Uh, you can actually see out in front, and you can see the blink gate approaching, and it looks like a giant mirror with a with it actually. Uh, what's it? Concave? Yeah, concave is out, right? No, yes, that's... concave is out. Okay, concave. Yeah, it seems like the the interstellar. Oh no, convex. Yeah, convex is out. Convex because cave that's you right. can go into a cave. Yeah, you cave in. Yeah, so it's convex. Yes, convex. So it's got that convex mirrored surface, and as you get closer, uh, you can see 
the front of the ship just kind of like it looks like two ships just touching and then melding into each other and uh when in the gray pass, space yep That's in cool. the gray space and uh almost as soon as you blink when you're through the gate like you can see the mirror and then you pass through it and you're already in another system uh there is no gate behind you though for this system um and we just got you're free to we just got launched across this galaxy <laughs> yeah oh that never gets easier span of a few seconds how does how does sparky look like she's doing uh well given that we are actually heading into a mission spa a lot of the uh shyness that you saw previously seems to have just vanished uh sparky's face is all business she is double checking the long rifle that she carries on her back just in case all right so does anybody i know ma and i do but do you two have uh, eva modules installed yet no, I'll have to get one. Fitted. I have. I'm my mech is jump capable, which will do just fine in zero G. Well, you can either have one installed, or if you can't sacrifice whatever systems you've got installed, uh, one of us can probably carry you. Yeah, you can tag along with me, huh? Down to the service. Sparky consults her slate for a moment. No, I can spare some space. Hmm. Perfect. All all mechs that I pilot are EV are EVA capable automatically because I'm a spaceborn. <laughs> <laughs> I just get a free extra unit. <laughs> all right. So, mechanical question: Can I replace the expanded compartment I have for an EVA module? Yep. Yep. Cool, I do that. Yep. This is this yeah. is the this is the mission setup phase where you can yes. at any point in time right now before we actually launch, you can swap out anything that you have a license for. Alright. Uh yep, I think that's all I need to do. Um I don't think there's anything else I need to I would need to I don't think there's anything I'm missing particularly right now. Okay. Everybody all set. Uh, what was that? I have no idea, but it hurt. <laughs> that was a uh, system alert on my end. I'm gonna put a, put earphones in. So. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, as you uh, as you retrofit, uh, it takes. Uh, probably about an hour to just swap out the uh, unit for the EVA unit. Um, and in that time, uh, the you start to see them bring in these large uh, platforms, these large cylinders uh, on short platforms. Uh, with they look kind of like um, uh, what's it the pole hammers for when you're putting in fence posts yeah kind of look like those uh, handles and everything um, you see one being put in front of each mech 
uh, as Spark is being retrofitted. Um, and when you're finished, uh, they direct you to your mechs and say that uh, you'll need to load onto this transport. Uh, we'll be doing a I just learned, I just read what this was called earlier. Uh, near light bolt to reach the asteroid uh, in with enough time to spare. Uh, you will have roughly six hours before um, we uh, return. At the six and a half hour mark, it will be the asteroid will be past the basic point of no return. While you are on the surface of the asteroid, we do have, or we are assembling a small fleet blockade uh, that, should you fail in diverting the um, asteroid, uh, we are go we will be destroying it uh, as best we can. Uh, Won't completely negate the damage, but we'll hopefully mitigate it. Yes. Instead of one big rock, you've got thousands of smaller ones. Uh, Oni will take a couple of steps and then jump, and as he jumps. Uh, boosters that were hitherto unseen beneath his cloak and underneath his feet fire off as he just sort of flies over to his mech to start getting in and getting it ready. Show off! <laughs> Mom shouts after him. <laughs> there's, no res- uh, there's no call response. It's just... Valkyrie <laughs> just starts walking to the Regenleif. Sparky extracts her arm from Larimar because she was working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Helping to install the EVA module because that's a thing she can do. All right. Then she just clambers up and in. All right. I like to jump straight up to the chassis rather than climb or get on an elevator. (laughs) All right. As you're all loaded into uh, into the transport, um the near light bolts they give you uh they give you um uh, a small tablet and uh put you in uh, uh an extra harness around on the actual outside of your mech uh that is quick release um but uh they actually strap you in to the sides of the the transport for the near light bolt, and you start to. Uh, well, does anybody not take the tablet? No, I take it. If it's provided okay. before I close the hatch. Yeah, yeah, it definitely will be. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, because anybody. Well, I don't know if you've read, but the near light bolts are the most dangerous near light speed travels because it's quick acceleration and quick deceleration. So there's 
a, a real chance if you're not prepared for instant pulverization. So yep. they want to avoid that. And since time is of the essence, they, they prepare you accordingly. Uh, so we get it, to near light speed and then shoot you out the front. For, yep, it's a, a two-minute bolt. So we'll be in, in near light speed for two minutes of our time. Uh, well, it'll about 30 seconds of our time, and it'll be about two minutes uh, real time. A near light bolt, called a near light ejection in combat and emergency yes, scenarios, that. is a sudden, often traumatic acceleration to 0.9 or 0.995 the speed of light. <laughs> You know how much research I've done to see what actual time dilation is has been? We're going to... we. Everyone around us is going to age substantially just in the span of time we go... It'll be about two world. minutes for the 30 seconds of <laughs> yeah. time we'll be traveling. Yeah. Yeah. No, that... The, it doesn't start... Time dilation doesn't start getting real weird until you get to point, like, 10 digits of near light. <laughs> um, but, yeah... So you guys are loaded in. You feel the rumble of the ship as it disembarks from the capital ship that you're on. And you hear the ting, ting, ting. And then just an instant, you're slammed back into your seat or into your pilot chair. You can't, can't move. And for about 30 seconds, it feels like everything's going to bruise. And then that pressure lets right off and you are uh, a short while later. Uh, you can see the bays under or the floor underneath your mechs uh, open up and the quick release cables from your me- or from the uh, harnesses for your mechs, disengage, and you're given a green light to to drop whenever my dog is going nuts. As, as, as soon as that green light hits the com uh, over the comms, Vanguard launching, and I drop and go. Uh, the like as soon as as soon as the as soon as the the bolt decelerates and and Valkyrie like slams forward into the harness, there's this like. There's this hissing sound as her eyes sort of the blue of her eyes becomes very vibrant as the as the stim systems that are built into her automatically hit her with a hit of juice <laughs> to, 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 to deaden the reaction of a near light bolt. Um, and so her eyes start to glow a little bit and Megan Leif launching and drops. Bill. And Maul just said, girdle's ditched, heading out, and pulls the lever. <laughs> All right. Haki probably gets the worst of it because she's only ever done that in training. <laughs> or she kind of slams against the, uh, uh, the restraints that, have, that uh, she's put in. Oh, son of a. Where am I one launching? <laughs> You all touch down on the the surface, and uh, I'm doing a doing a scan as I go down just to see if there's any 
uh, foreign obstacles or objects on the surface of where we're about to land? Uh, foreign objects. Um, there's nothing floating. Uh, just looking down, you can see, you can see there are two two other transport ships. Uh, one of them is open. Um, does this does this system hide this? Um, yeah, no, you would notice. You guys would notice. Um, they are both landed with uh, their rear hatches down and open. Um, one of them is sized for uh, size one engineering mechs. Um, and uh, you can actually see uh, rocket blasts into uh, at least the engineering one like they've been hit with something yeah that like they've been hit with something <clears throat> they're not they're not moving they're still on the surface yeah. any are we close enough to pick up any any uh energy signatures can we tell if they're immobilized dead shut down uh they they appear to be completely dead okay. no no electrical activity no engine functions I'd be using my jet functionality to angle over towards there so that when I hit asteroid, I'd land next to those ships. Yeah. Okay. Well, so much for this asteroid not having anything dangerous on it. Comes Valkyrie over the comms as she boosts to land near the casks as well. Well, I always say this is why you don't make promises. As you... As all you are talking with each other, there is a, a slight. Uh, it's it, it garbles your your communications a little bit. You can make everything out, but it just a bit of static and garble. Confirming the EM field is interfering with our radio, so keep an ear out. Acknowledged. Um. Can I tell if there's any uh, just looking around the uh, around the two uh, the, the two ships? Can I tell if there's any signs of what might have attacked them? Um, the immediate vicinity. Uh, go ahead and this one doesn't have like skill rolls. Uh, I guess it'd be like a um. Hang on. There, there are, there are. Kind yeah, there of are skill skills. Uh, system roll would probably be what you're would looking for. Would it be for. a spot roll? Because I have yes. the spot skill trigger. Sure, that will help. What's the yeah. trigger? Uh, it's plus two, so I guess I get a like I, I roll. Is that I roll two additional dice, or do I get a plus two to my roll? Yeah, spot triggers. Triggers are all static bonuses. Okay, so, so I, yeah, it's a plus two. So d twenty plus two. And a, what am I rolling towards? Is there a You're static? aiming for 10. Aiming? You're, aim, you're always aiming for 10. 10 or up? Or just... Yeah, 10 or up, okay. yeah. 14! Yeah. You don't notice anything in the immediate vicinity, but you do uh, recognize that uh, the impacts from these... from whatever explosives hit these were... Um, Human-sized, RPG-sized, um, 
So like human munitions, like human sized yeah, munitions. Yeah, human sized munitions. All right, man, portable stuff. So, over the radio, looks like whatever attacked the ships was using um, out of mech munitions. Let's hope they don't have too many mechs to fight us with. Then. Well, I mean, keep an eye out for anti-mech weaponry. Oh shit! It's a nit hunt. Either way, we're about to have company. Uh, all right. Uh, someone want to calculate where we want to put these engines, or do we already know that? Uh, yeah, you, are, you guys already know that. Um, on your HUDs, there is a list of access points and the coordinates, mm-hmm. uh, and they dropped you off uh, at the first one that the first installation team was supposed to head to. Okay. All right, so let's let's get... It Does there appear to be an engine set up already, or is it nowhere to be seen? Uh, there are no engines over here right now. This It looks like this was being used as a landing zone. Hmm. Is the, the en- But the engine location is somewhere nearby? Uh, yes, uh, it is a short distance away. Uh, and actually, with your spot check, Oni, you would have uh, seen that there appeared to be uh, movement out and away from the ships, uh, but no return movement. Like people left the ships, but nobody came back. Mm-hmm. Can I see what uh, were they heading towards that engine site? Uh, yeah. Well, the team they were heading towards the first axis. The teams that landed here did leave their ships and head to the engine site. So let's go that way. Eyes up, everyone move. I will lead the way. Takes you. Uh, I'll ride drag. Uh, Maul sets up and back. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys travel for about twenty minutes, almost a half, twenty-five minutes to a half an hour, uh, and we got a six-hour time limit, right? Yep. Uh, and uh, you're traveling, and as you crest a ridge, um, nearing on the other side of this ridge is where the first access point that you're going to want to put one of these engines is at. Um, as you round the uh, a bit of the corner, you see one of the engineering mechs, burnt, husked. All right, the burnt husk. There's another one of the engines un- crumpled underneath it, uh, and um, a handful. You can see a handful of. Um, let me just show you. Ooh! You guys can arrange yourselves however you battle want. Map. <laughs> uh, it's a battle map. It's just got hexes. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, you want to give us control over our tokens? Yeah, we don't have... I thought do, I did. We do not currently have control of our tokens. How do I do that? Uh, click on the token, uh, right-click... Um, hit the cog button. Or hit the cog button, and go to options. and Or, sorry, uh, where it says uh, owned by. You have to make sure that we own it. Okay. button. Bye. Let me open different things so I can get, walk through it because I don't. I can't. I'm doing this from memory. 
Yeah. Because I was almost positive that I just pulled these off of your sheets after I put them on there, but now I'm realizing that they didn't. No, you wouldn't have because if you pull off of our sheet, it would generate whatever our profile image is, and I don't have one, so. Go to tokens. So yeah, click on the token, then click on the gear in the lower left of the token, and then represents character, select where it says represents character, select our character, Um, and then that should be enough for us to be able to control it once you save changes. Yes, it'll turn into controlled by determined by character. I I just gave Rangleaf to Sparky. Yep. (laughs) Don't Uh, do that. But I do have control of mine. Now I have mine. Um... So as I see the the the, the crashed Mac out over the over the radio, uh, do I only see one? Uh, you no, you see the first. Yeah, you only see the first one uh, right about here, okay. so, and then, uh, yeah. Wreck it. So over the radio, wreck it your head, checking it out, and I'm gonna boost over there. Sparky immediately unslings the. Very large anti-material rifle from her chassis. Fourteen hull points for structure okay. and for as you. S- there we go. As you round that corner, Mizuchi. You see. Do I see a hand? You see a pair of. You see at least three mechs oh, on the there. other side of this on the other side of this ridge. Uh, can I tell what model they are? Uh, they appear to be some sort of uh, uh, assault class. Okay. Uh, as soon as I see them over the comms, uh, three assault class targets and, and spouting out directions. <laughs> As I am preparing to engage in combat. <laughs> okay. Because there shouldn't be any, there should only be two mechs, and none of them are assault class. <laughs> one of them is right there. And one of them is dead in front of me, so. Mm-hmm. Alright. So. I don't know how initiative works. <laughs> uh, it starts with a player and then goes to an NPC. Player NPC, player NPC. It just it's basically back and forth. There is. Do we determine who goes when? Yeah, you you four determine out of you who goes first. Okay. I would like to for the vanguard to go first. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um. So I am going to pull up my mech so I can see what all I can do. Um. So once per turn, once per scene, I can make any quick action as a free action. Uh, what, uh, William? What is it? What is act, activating a protocol? Um, it's you decide your protocols at the start of your turn. You, you decide your protocols at the start of your turn. Okay, so at the yeah, start of my turn, I am activating power up. So power, power up is active. Uh, which means that for the rest of the scene, I get plus one accuracy on all attacks, checks, and saves, and once per turn, I can boost as a free action. Yep. Um, and activating power-up uses your core point, so you won't be able to do that again for the rest of the mission. So, 
let me so it uses up my core power boom does that that's the that's the core power of the everest yeah, yeah no does that uh, i'm trying i'm just trying to on comp con because i'm running the mission right now so i want to know wondering what i do i have to do something or will it update on your end i mean i updated it on my end right here but i don't i don't know if you can see my core power that my core power is exhausted now um as i as i activate my hyperspec fuel injector um and i am going to uh how much so speed is four and does that mean that's four units that i can move yes all right, and boost is just I can move another four. Yep. Uh, yeah, up to another four. All right, so I'm going to f- I'm going to move one, two, three, four. I'm going to boost another four, one for free, two, three, four, and then I can boost again, but not as a as a what what type of action is boosting normally? It's quick uh, action normally. Yeah, quick, quick action. action. So you can actually boost twice for free oh. when you've got power-up active. Yeah, so... If you, well, if you use both the once per scene and the power-up. Well, I can also use initiative, which lets me quick actions yeah. and reactions. So I'll boost again. One, two, three, four. And boost one more time. One, two, three, four. All right. <laughs> now All right. I am within threat range of this enemy. <laughs> yep, and as you get that much closer, you can actually see handful because the path you took yeah yeah you can see one more uh up over here so not using them to fly because i don't need to generate the heat right now um but still using them as like speed boosters uh you just see so uh the mizuchi is gunmetal gray all over except for its left arm which is the same red that uh, Oni's cloak is, and a cloak that is in the very same, basically the same style as Oni's cloak that wraps around the mech and and around these two massive jet boosters on the back. So the jet boosters ignite and just not again not flying because I'm not actually flying to take the heat, but just using them to propel faster across the ground just takes off towards the first the, the nearest enemy target. So I'm gonna say. Because of that, anybody in pretty much anybody on this side of the on the side of the ridge that you guys are on right now will benefit from soft cover. Because I have because of all the dust that Oni just kicked up. <laughs> I kicked up a bunch of dust and made a distraction. Um, so threat one means I have to be within one square to hit somebody, but I have a pistol that I can fire at threat three. And a knife that I can throw. So I'm going to act. I'm going to attack with my auxiliary weapons with my flex mount. Um, uh, starting with the, hang on, I have a thing. Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you want to you want you want to shoot first and then use the knife because you can lunge when you do when you use the knife. Well, no. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to shoot first and then. So yeah. So I'm going to shoot with my pistol. Okay. Um, I don't think I have. Oh, I get plus one accuracy when I'm attack when I'm using when I'm using my pistol right now. Um, because I'm within three squares. So I have 
plus two accuracy on the attack, and accuracy is accuracy is the extra dice, right? Yes. So I roll one d twenty plus two d six. Well, you roll two d six and take the highest of the of the pair. Okay. So one d twenty. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully that defense isn't too high. Uh, so that's going to be a nine to hit with the pistol. Nine to hit with the pistol. Even if I miss, I still do one damage because the pistol has reliable. Okay. Uh, so that you're comparing that against their defense? Yes. Which would be their evade. Their evasion. Or their evasion, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you just hit. All right. So... Uh, you do. You said what's so, that? Oh, one so d three. So one damage with the pistol. One. Okay. Um, and then because it's an, because it's an auxiliary weapon, I can also attack with a knife. So the 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 right hand c- brings up a pistol, fires, and as it fires, a knife blade just sort of pops out uh, of the back of the wrist as the pistol slings down, and the hand grabs the knife. And I lunge forward with my once with my hunter ability, which is once per round, I can fly up to three spaces directly towards a character before the attack. So fires with pistol and just leaps following the bullet with a knife to make an attack with my knife. Okay. I also uh, have two accuracy with the knife. <laughs> uh, so again, this is a sap. This is my second attack. All right. Or, I mean, it's the same attack because you get two attacks, yeah, right? Yeah. I should figure out how to make a macro that's like 1d20 plus x ad, uh, advantage or disadvantage. Uh, uh, so that's uh, that's another nine to hit with the knife. <laughs> okay. Yep. That uh, one hits. The knife deals 1d3 plus one. For three damage. So, pistol, swap it out with a knife, lunge, stab in with the knife. And as the knife is stabbing in, the left hand raises the charged blade, which is which is basically a large blade, a, a large blade with an electrified edge, and just brings it down with, from the other hand. Because that's my second attack. All right. Yeah, as you fly forward... Uh, kicking up all, all the asteroid dust. You pop a couple shots into the knees, and as it kind of starts collapsing and turning towards you, it's all silent. Just the knife goes in, cleaves up through the the top of the uh, cockpit, and it just starts to. Uh, I don't think you got enough for a full action. I think you would have because if you boosted three times, that would have used one of your quick actions. Okay, so you only get the one attack. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, okay. you get the skirmish. So, yeah. Okay, with all one right. mount. So never mind. So I just, so I just shot it. pistol and stabbed. Now he was he was saying he was going to go in for a, a stab, stab with a charge blade, but that would have been using a different mount. Yeah, I oh, could right, only yeah. use the flex mount, so I only pistol and stabbed. Okay. So yep. As uh, you drive the the uh, knife in, and you just wrench it up and start to uh, dismantle the top, it starts to crumple, and actually, uh, as soon as uh, uh, as soon as it hits the ground, uh, you can see uh, the chest cavity in it start to uh, glow a little bit. 
like it's going to explode or like it's going to eject? Make a general knowledge roll. For ten. Uh, let me see if plus. I have a skill trigger that matters here. I don't yeah. think I do. Um, Tony, what do you got? Stay cool. What is that one for? Uh, perform a task that requires concentration, dexterity, speed, or precision under pressure. So I don't think so. No. Uh, either that or spot, which is uh, spot details, objects, or people that are hidden or difficult to make out. But I don't think that would work either. No, this is kind of just to determine what's happening. Yeah, and assault. By the uh, by the way, assault is for when you're fighting in a pilot's in as a pilot, not in your mech, right? Yes. So that that doesn't apply to just every combat. Otherwise, no. it'd be ridiculous. No, tri- skill, tri- strictly speaking, skill triggers do not apply to mech combat. Yeah. All right. So, so the skill triggers one. are only used for like pilot activities. Seven. No idea. No. Uh, could be getting ready to blow up. Could be getting ready to eject. Could be on fire. <laughs> Let's hope it's one of the not the first one. So yeah, that's my turn. Now it's okay. an enemy turn. Yep, that one is actually. Let me... Get rid of this one. Because that one's dead. Uh... <laughs> but. As. Let's see. It's going to be this guy's turn. Comes around the corner. Ah, another enemy. <laughs> yep. Let me see what this guy. I'll get to use my charged blade after all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I think we're taking the stab first, ask questions, never approach. That is my job. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it. They are going to. All the windows. One, two, three. No. Uh, just wait until I get. Just wait until I get, get a black right beard. There. Then it's grapple first, ask question. <laughs> grapple first, stab second, ask questions third. <laughs> you watch as this uh, assault mech uh, starts heading towards that the cover to your left, and uh, then levels a. Uh, heavy assault rifle in your direction. Uh, so that's plus one to attack. And yeah, plus one to attack. So. <laughs> hey, uh, three misses. Oh, yeah. It's just- so. Dodge to you the just side. see, yeah. You just see bullets. They're firing on the move as they're going that way, or yeah, running that way, and they can boost as well. Can't they? Yeah, and they're going to boost. Oh, you get two quick actions per turn. I could have gotten even closer. Well, you use <laughs> one of them to boost. Yeah, no, I did. I. You need I'd, two free action boosts and one quick action boost. Yeah. 
I didn't realize you get a second quick action, so you can boost behind twice. that that large rock. You can't you can't you can't take any quick action twice in a round unless it is you're taking it as a free action. Oh, okay. Your your other quick action was to attack. Got it. With the skirmish action. Uh, to clarify on the skirmish action, is it? It says attack with one weapon here. Is that attack one with weapon? one weapon mount. Auxiliary okay. aux- auxiliary weapons specifically let you attack with two weapons because they fit two of them under one mount. Okay. Yeah, my flex mount has an auxiliary pistol and an auxiliary knife, which means when I attack with one of them, I also attack with the other. It's right. a it's a specific rule to auxiliary weapons is when you attack with a, with a weapon mount, if if it also has an auxiliary weapon on it, you can also make an attack with the auxiliary weapon. Okay, just wanted to double check that because it's just the the second attack doesn't get any bonus damage that you might get. Yeah, it just looked like. John was doing a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he was using two tiny weapons versus your sniper rifle. Yeah, fair. <laughs> and because I was boosting, I spent most of the round boosting. <laughs> yeah, I, all right. Didn't know you you could uh, get boost from several free actions there. As long as you can do it as a free action. Um, I want your turn. Regenleaf would like to go next. Fine by me. Um, so. I believe I have something that I can do as a free action real quick. Yes, so once we're turning on my, on my turn as a free action, I look over. So the, the Regenleaf turns to look at the Laramar 1. Put that sniper rifle to good use and take out those ones hiding on the hiding by the cliff, and I will give you a leadership die. Cool. Which does what? So, uh, I, so on my turn as a free action, I may give an order to an allied PC I communicate with, describing a course of action and give them a leadership die. They may either expend the leadership die to gain plus one accuracy on any action that directly follows that order, or they may return it to me as a free action. Allies can only have one leadership die at a time, which lasts until used or until the end of the current scene. I can't use leadership dice from other characters as long as I have any remaining, and if I have none left, I get one back when I rest or regain all when I perform a full repair. They're consumed when expended. Nice. That's that's nice that it gives them the option to give it back to you if the if the, if the action is no longer relevant, yeah. yeah. Or they just uh, don't want to. Now go fuck yourself. I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not my real dad. So, um, so free action leadership. Yeah. So, and then I will go ahead and use initiative for a free action boost. Which is going to be... Four, square, four hexes. Four squares. And I'm going to... I am going to use my jump jets. One, two, three, four... And then go ahead and quick action boost. One, two, three, four. Thank you for reminding me, uh, even though you didn't know you did. Uh, So I forgot to mention that this is low gravity. So whenever you boost, you count as flying so long as you land at the end of your boost. Also, you don't... Well, I I don't have to land in in zero G. Yeah, no. Well, it's low. There is a little bit of gravity, hmm. uh, so you're in low gravity, um, but that's an, an actual mechanic. Yeah, in the game. So, just want to let you guys know, you don't have to have a it's thirteen hex. I'm jump slightly jump. too far to fly. At least for I forgot. Boost. I forgot to use my protocol, but that's fine because I can just overheat a little bit. Uh, I'm going to overcharge for another quick action for one more boost. 
One, two, three, four. That's the one. Ex that's the one exception to repeating quick actions is you can overcharge for an extra boost. So, you gained heat. Yes, I gain. Gain extra quick action as a free action. So, it, sorry, it doesn't. It doesn't even break the quick action rules because you get to do it as a free action. Um, heat the taken. First time, the first time you overcharge, you take one. Take the one. Second yeah. time, it's one d three. Then 1d6, then and 1D6. then 1d6 plus so, 4 for every time after that. I take one heat. Alright, I got you marked on my end. And then now that I am within 10 hexes of this target, I'm assuming I can see him. Uh, he does have soft cover just because of the angle. Yeah, okay. So that's, so that's a plus me. 2, I believe. Uh, let me All check. Right. Soft cover rules. Uh, add one difficulty. One oh, difficulty? Okay. So, I'll roll a d6 and subtract from my attacks. But, I will... So, the, re the Regan Leaf just extends its left hand, and uh, a compartment on the wrist lights up and fires a missile. So you can just roll missile rack. 1d20 minus 1d6. Yep. Yeah. Well, good. I can't miss. Good, because I rolled a six on that. Ten. <laughs> yeah, that is good. Uh, yeah. And that's going to be 1d3 plus one explosive damage with a blast radius of one, but no one else is in range. So three explosive damage. All right. And then, and then following the missile, a swarm of nanobots also lodged themselves off of the arm as I fire the light nexus. Minus 1d6. Is that the same range? Yes, they both have a range of 10. Nice. So as you, uh, as you hit this one with the missile, it, death, it it strikes in the center and it curves just over the lip, strikes it in, in the chest area, and then just there's a, a slight <laughs> as it just blow it, it explodes and actually starts knocking. It knocks it out of orbit or into orbit for a little bit and it just starts floating up and away uh as the nanoboss then try and eat it with a nine uh that just that just gets it for one more damage <laughs> yep it, and as soon as the nanobots reach it it just starts you can see it, it they're physically tearing through it pretty quickly does it seem like these things are just shoddy workmanship or were they already damaged when we got here uh, go ahead and make a spot. Sure. Do I have look spot? at some of the other ones. Well, or yeah, no. Go ahead let and me, make let a me roll. let me let me check my uh, triggers. Yeah, you just say make a roll. We determine if we have a skill trigger that's relevant. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Which is nice because it's just like make a roll, and then we have to go. Well, do I? Oh, it's just flat roll. I do not have anything relevant. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I don't. I don't make anything. <laughs> Not no, with a no. two. I don't. <laughs> they're, they're no, a bunch saw, of intricate... Right before you saw it, you think maybe it had a scuff on it, but that you don't know if that was before or after the missile hit. <laughs> All right, but now it is one of their turns. This guy is toast. Uh, let's see. 
Does that crater provide me any cover? Sorry, I should have landed on it rather than next to it. Um, no, it's actually not that deep. Not that deep, that's fine. And yeah, as you look down to, uh, I don't know if you can actually see them on the map. But the bodies, can, yeah. Yeah, you can see uh, what looks like uh, at least one of the fire teams. Because these do appear to be armored individuals. Yeah, well, fire team versus even crappy mechs, still going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But now it is one of their turn. So, let's see. This one. Yeah. It's going to be this one. One, two, three, four. Let's see, how far are you? Let's see. Boost to there. And yeah, he's going to take a shot at Reagan. My... Because a missile just came from that fucking ridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason to fire at it, I would think. I am at full HP. Right. My evasion... If I can find it, is nine. Okay. So, just gets 1v20 plus one. The our, our initiative ability, by the way, is once per scene, so you can only get that that one. God one. damn. Three again does not hit you. <laughs> uh, or he does, he doesn't do any damage. It's like, yeah. Ping, 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 ping. It's the, the assault, assault rifle fires non. and the Regan Leaf was in the middle of pulling out the heavy blade, so it just interposes it in front of the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Oh. I forgot. Uh... Heavy assault rifle has reliable, so one damage. So I two two damage. Oh, two Ooh, damage. Reliable too. Yeah. So I would have also taken two damage. Yes, you would have uh, also. Do taken. I have any armor? Uh, I. Well, I mean, your mech doesn't have armor, does it? There is there is an armor rating on your mech, which is damage reduction. Ah. I just don't know if the if the Everest has any. It's on the I don't think so. I'm not seeing it on. And did you have they 14? Don't, they don't... Sh oh, yeah, no. Uh, Everest has zero armor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have 14 HP because I have personalization, so I take two and I go down to 12. I also have All 14 right. for personalization, so I take two and go down to 12. Which is weird, because you guys are already on 12 on the comp con, it's, but it's because you like that the whole time. It's because the base, uh, the base hit points of the Everests are 12. Okay. And so, it's if you add the thing after, if you add the thing in after it, you have to you have to manually then go up your. Hit okay. Points. Yeah. All right. That's into your turn. Your turn. So that makes it either either Sparky or Maul. Sparky, how close you need to get with that thing? Uh. Well, let's find out. 
So, shall I take my turn then? Well, I can set you up a sniper's nest if you want it. And uh, 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 Homestead sort of reaches up and taps the deployable cover on its back. Not to worry. I can see to that myself. All right. Show us what you can do, hon. Well, I love the fear it I love the much. trucker mom that is mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving. One, two, three. That 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 one hundred percent is the trope. <laughs> it's it's fifty sixteen, but Ma knows who Ashton Kutcher is. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to boost another four. Listen, he listen. A- Ash, all, everything about Ashton Kutcher was in at least one of the vaults. <laughs> uh. uh just Willie Nelson playing constantly over her, her Mexicans. <laughs> I am going to overcharge, so I'll take one heat. Do you want to, rather than overcharge, do you want to use your initiative ability? Uh, I might hold on to that. Because yeah. mm. that, that... I'm not certain whether one per scene is just this combat or, yeah. the rest, or the rest of the mission as well. That's fair. So I'm going to overcharge and boost again. And that gets me to about there. See one heat. Yep, already accounted for. Yep. I'm just marking it on my comp con. Ah, yep. It's uh, so cool to keep track of stuff like this. I know, right? the, the encounter runner on comp con is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at this point, Sparky, uh, the Laramar drops to one knee and, she, and brings up the rifle. Uh, she sweeps it across a. Uh, she sweeps it across the area in front of her, but then Sparky gets on the comms. Regan Leaf, no visual yet, and I return the leadership die to you. All right. That's all I can do. Oh uh, yeah, twenty hex is probably a bit far in it. <laughs> yeah, the close, the uh, closer one, the one that just shot you, is fifteen. And it's also so... got the mountain in the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all. It's only about. Uh, uh, that would be hardcover because um, it's just rocky spires. It's also uh, so five, it's also yeah. five hexes out of my range. Yeah, for any of my weapons. Yeah, I so yeah. Any of these uh, that you see? Oh like, wait, no, it isn't. I was about to say, don't you have a long rifle? I have the the anti-material rifle. It's a range of twenty. I thought it had range ten, like my two other guns. No, you have a sniper yeah, rifle. Dude. You can reach yeah. both of those people. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, reality reshapes itself a moment. <laughs> Take a shot. Uh, you yes, can so... reach everybody on the map right now, actually. <laughs> well, I guess I did still need to boost. Well, everybody that you can see, this one up here is behind a solid. That's a, like yeah. a solid. Uh, so it's a what, much it's, bigger it's, mountain. It's, yes. a, it's hard cover for the guy blocked by the rocks and soft cover for the guy down the ridge? Uh, yes. Right. Cool. I'm going to take a shot at the one on the ridge. I'll spend the leadership diet in to negate the difficulty, so that's a flat roll. Yep. Okay. Twelve. Nice. That'll do it. So that is 2d6 kinetic damage. Ow. Eight. Bang! Ow. <laughs> Anti-material rifle. Material is no longer there. <laughs> uh, and you watch uh, as uh, 
Let's see, where'd you hit it? Uh, probably center mass. Center mass. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, the round travels right through Lizik, almost a perfectly clean hole. You can see a little white dot flying out behind it. That that's the round. Somebody <laughs> else is going to have a bad day one day. Um, <laughs> it's low gravity. Isaac Newton is. As son of a bitch in space. <laughs> yep. And as uh, as that uh, f- uh, starts to fall backwards, that same red glow from the inside. You can actually see it now. Uh, you can see it start to pour out of the hole that uh, you caused with that. Uh, the missile one also had a, a slight red glow coming from the chest area. And um, not that you could tell because the chest area went away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's also floating away still. <laughs> uh, but yeah. It is, a, it is at this point that Sparky gets on the com. Scratch one, Regan Leaf, directing attention to remaining targets. All right. Good shot. That's the end of your turn. Are there any other enemies that haven't gone yet? Uh, or does it matter? Yes. Do we just take an NPC slot anyways? And then, like, no, there's it's no NPC slots. It's just however many uh, uh-huh. until, but until yeah, everyone's this... gone or is dead. Yep. So, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. Boost. Ah, I see. Yeah. Comes around the corner. There were more than three of them. <laughs> I still have uh, hard cover from him. Yep. So that's uh, minus that? minus two d six. Take the higher, or subtract the higher. I should say. So, yeah, two difficulty. So minus four. Yeah. So, so with their plus one, it'd be a d twenty minus three. Fourteen hits. Still hits. <laughs> so he does. Let's see. What is that? Straight six kinetic damage. <laughs> Just over the comms, taking fire. Yeah, uh, you're. You see the uh, the one that Sparky uh, fired through that molten uh, core starts to pour out a little bit and as you're looking you just uh, start to take fire from your the rear side of your right side yeah. and start to get warning signals from your mech that de- damage has actually been done so that's, <laughs> that was more than a glancing blow <laughs> yeah that's minus 6 damage so. I'm at 6 hit points at the moment but still four structure, so I haven't. I'm still pretty good. Yeah, like it. Because tech- the hull point damage doesn't matter until you start hitting te- hitting structure damage. Like tech, because like, like technically you've got four times. Yeah, you got every time. Every time you drop, you take a you take a structure damage, then, then go back to full and count down again. Yeah. All right, Ma, you're up. All right, um, Ma is gonna uh, boost forward and. 
think take an overdrive so I can do an extra boost. Um, get you up wanna, here. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, uh, as a reminder, at the beginning of your turn, you can activate your protocols, uh, which for the Everest does let you boost once per turn as for free. Yeah. I, I, can we get clarification on that? Is that is, um, is the scene um, just the battle, or is it the whole the whole time on the uh, on the asteroid? I'm going to say that uh, it's going to be the whole time that you're on the asteroid for this mission. So okay. it'll probably generally be, um, I'll say while you're in mech, that's that's a scene. Okay, all right, all right, yeah, then then definitely I'm, I'll go ahead and activate uh, protocol, so I won't need to do overdrive. Um, um, uh, so I'll use I'll use I guess that for my expand your core power and then activate your protocol. Yeah, is there a? Oh yeah. Okay. So I hit the. Yeah. You hit yeah. The little, okay. Hit so the I exhausted the core power. Got it. Um, and then um, we'll uh, we'll get there. Um, that means I still do have a have a quick action, right? Yeah. So you have so you have, yeah. you can boost as a free action, and then you can yeah. quick action boost, and then you can overcharge quick action. You can overcharge free action boost if you want. No, I think I'm good. I, I just I want to. Um... So yeah, you generally have two quick actions. Yeah. So for my for my second taking a free action, then a quick action for my second free action or my second quick action rather, um, I'm going to deploy the uh, the Jericho deployable cover. Okay. Um, so Homestead comes in and lands and pops out um, two sort of expanding shield walls. Um, One, uh, one here, and uh, let's say one here. Yeah, because they have to be either on either side of you, or they have to be touching, right? Uh, they have to be adjacent to you and to each other. Okay, so then just here and here. Okay. And I'll erase that other one. Yep, no worries. Um, all right, and then um, I'm going to use my skirmish action to fire my mortar. Skirmish is a quick action, so you've used your you've used. Oh, then I, I'm just going to use my regular action, I guess. And you you have so that's you have either two quick you have so you have your movement, your potential free actions, including your overcharge. And then either two quick actions or one full action. Yeah. Okay. One or the All other. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can, you can, you've used one free action to boost, one quick action to boost, one quick action to deploy cover. You can overcharge for a quick action to fire. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll do that. I will go ahead and take the overcharge yeah. and I'll just take the heat from it. So you, okay. you one heat. take one heat yeah. and skirmish with one of your weapons, with one of your weapon mounts. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to use my flex mount. Um, uh, launch my mortar, which is loaded with thumper ammo, um, at the yeah at that one because I think that's the only one that's in range. Does your, Fifteen. Does your mortar ignore cover? It does. Yeah, <laughs> it's arcing. Yeah, it's arcing. <laughs> yeah. 
Actually, I, I have and I have mag armor uh, loaded into my my main rifle. So actually, two of my weapons ignore uh, nice. ignore cover right now, and can be fired from behind cover. Um, okay, so I'll just roll to hit first, right? Yep. Uh, did you? Uh, you did get you, if you you use your power ups, you get a free accuracy on this. Yeah. Okay. So you get to roll a yeah. d6 and add that to whatever you roll with a d20. Wait, no, it's just a flat plus one, isn't it? No, it's, it's ac- plus one accuracy. So oh, it's okay. extra D6. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right, better so three, than a flat plus so. one. Uh, 20. <laughs> not a, a, a dirty 20, not a natural 20, but... Yeah. Uh, you hit. hit. <laughs> yeah, you definitely hit. What's the damage? And uh, that's going to be... I forget uh, how critical hits work in this game. It's it's explosive damage. Um, it's gonna, so it, and it has knockback one. Okay, so he uh, sees you, or they see you deploy the cover, and they're going. They, they see you level the mortar, and then there's a silent as the mortar gets launched, and you see them hunker down. I you missed the slash there. Yeah, I missed the slash. <laughs> keep forgetting to use that ability that they have. Six. Uh, Six. Does not matter. <laughs> As it hits right at their feet. And it's weird because it's low gravity, so you kind of had to angle more like you would a cannon. <laughs> so right. fire it over the shoulder. Oh, it- so... It does not matter if it's a, if it's dirty. 20 plus on a melee or range attack causes a critical hit. Oh, cool. On a critical hit, all damage dice are rolled twice, including bonus damage, and the Ooh. highest result from each source of damage is used. So you get to roll again, and if you get a six, you get the higher one. No. So you still no. take the five. So yeah. six damage. So six damage. All right. So uh, hits right at their feet, and there's just this massive explosion from the overpacked thumper charges, thumper rounds that you have, and it just rockets them off of the surface uh what's what bits are left uh because it does split into several pieces uh as it jettisons from the asteroids or low atmosphere and over over broad rage comms uh ma says you fuckwits gonna stand down or are we gonna keep going through you or like shit through a goose (laughs) all right uh, let's, let's see. It's one of their turns. Oh, that's everybody. Let's see. All, all you guys. I assume no response back on comms. Nope. Not that, <laughs> not that you can hear yet. Uh, let's see. So this guy has done it. Posts up on this ridge. And is going to take another. Let's see, how far? Another shot at the Reagan Life. Yeah. It, wait, isn't that guy dead? Or is that a new one? It's a new one. Oh, that's a new one. No, that's not new. They were just over here and they haven't gone yet. Oh. That was one of the first ones that you spotted. Oh. But they were just the farthest one away, so nobody could reach out and touch them. Don't worry, I'll be solving that in a minute. Yep. 
Oh, yep, yep, you're in range. All right, so it's going to roll an attack on you. Um, Nineteen. That'll hit me. Yep, so six damage, six kinetic. Go down to six. All right. Uh, can I take my ne- can I take my turn next? Now that we're dividing the top. Yep. One second. Let me. I was get... asking the rest. So I mean, I have an idea for uh, getting that guy fired at you off your back. So do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Go ahead. One second. I just have to let's see how far. Right. Need to figure out how to delete the ones off of the comp con that you guys already killed. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to try to uh, kill the one that was behind cover over here and also get myself behind that same cover so that I'm oh, getting yeah, shot that's... at less. Oh yeah, that's fine. I will clear that guy from you. Okay. Or at least do my best to. Alright, so four, five, and six of the ones left alive. So I'll just keep that Mentally, so and the round. All right, so Sparky's gonna go first. Uh, yep, I can do that. So upon hearing, uh, that. Sorry, I've forgotten your mech's name. Mizuchi. Mizuchi. Upon hearing that Mizuchi is taking fire, Sparky will move to intercept that. Mizuchi. One, two. Moving to there, and then I'm going to boost. One, two, three, four. And that puts me in in range. So a panel in the left shoulder of the Laramar mech slides open, and a large rifle barrel pops out. It fires what appears to be a bolt of lightning. <laughs> Is this a Tesla gun? Uh, or whatever it's called. It's called it a warp my... lightning cannon. Uh, it is my prototype weapon. Uh-huh. Damn it! <laughs> oh shit! That's in that one. Specific rules for that ones. Uh, I don't know that there are specific like rules. It. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he just missed. <laughs> yeah. 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 You make a yeah. an impressive, impressive crater. Which one were you aiming at? This uh, one right here. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. So you make an impressive crater just right about here, right uh, behind them, a, a little bit bigger than their mech. <laughs> over the comms, you hear it. Damn it! And then Sparky just cuts it off on her end and yells at Astro to recalibrate the damn thing. <laughs> uh, that's my turn. You want to overcharge to fire again to undo your mistake? Uh, I mean, that means I take 1d3 heat. Oh, wait. Yes, I do that. So I'm going to take 1d3 heat here. Okay, so go ahead and roll 1d3. All right, yeah, because you have have things to mitigate heat, don't you? Uh, I mean, I was going to stabilize next turn, probably. Yeah. All right, so I take 3 heat. Uh, That puts me in a danger zone, whatever that means. I'm fairly certain that means something. Yes, it does. Let me look it up real quick. 
Um, Some abilities make you more powerful when you're in the danger zone. <laughs> but I don't think that the Everest has any of those. Uh, yeah, so no, you gotta be in, you gotta be on the, the You gotta be at the the uh, Harrison Armory to to make real use of the danger zone. <laughs> Harrison Armory lives in yeah. the danger zone. Uh, so just when half or more of the heat is filled in, there's smoking hot, which enables some attacks, talents, and effects. So it doesn't. It's not negatively affecting you, but um, you're getting hot. Uh, okay. Yeah, the edges, the edges of uh, your. Uh, like the engine, uh, the power suit or the power source for your mech, and uh, many of the joints are actually starting to glow just a little orange, just a dull. I do something the... about the damn heat, Astra. I fire my rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> the... <laughs> the... That didn't work. <laughs> the shining, the shining Gundam is currently in super mode. <laughs> there you go. Alright. Well, that one is no longer loaded. Come on, big money. That's a four. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, I need to give you leadership dice. <laughs> Dodge it. Dodge is out of the way this time. I mean, Just... honestly, yeah, giving Sparky leadership dice would be perfect for her character. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. NPC uh, turn. She turns yep. the comms back on. Damn it, give me a moment. <laughs> All right, one, two, three. Oh, whoops! I just realized I never actually rolled how many uh, uses of that lightning gun that I actually have. Let me well, just you have at least one. <laughs> one less. <laughs> oh, I now have seven. All right, I six. Nice. All right, this one's gonna pop out from behind that cover, and. Fire at Mizuchi. That's okay. This is my job to get, to get shot at. That hits. Alright, six damage. Alright, I've taken my first point of structural damage. Alright. So I'm back up to I'm uh let's see. Roll one D six per Frame integrity compromised. Roll 1d6 per point of structural damage. Counting the one that you just took. So, 1d6. Okay. Only that looked like a real fart knocker. You doing okay up there? Two. I take two system trauma. Is that something uh, I have to mark on here? Hang on. I have, to, I have to do a system. There's a series of things it asks me to do. Uh, you got tables for days. <laughs> okay. Figure out which part got so, shot off. Uh, yeah. So over the comms, uh, they just took out my comp con. They took out my comp con system. Now you don't have to name oh, it. I... It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll be repaired later, but still. Only we talked about this. This is why you name them. <laughs> If if I named them, I would have felt bad. I don't feel bad. <laughs> exactly. That's what I keep telling you. You got to have a little skin in the game. <laughs> keep burning out your comp cons. Is he move? Is is he done moving? Uh, let's see. Pops up. That's two. 
four, six. I'm just going to get right to that ledge right there. Actually, no, he's not. He's going to stay. He's going to stay right there. Because he's got cover from the giant fuck off cannon that <laughs> and missiles that. He I'm going. Oh wait, no, he didn't even see those. So never mind. Yeah, he's going to run over here. I'm going to go now because I don't want to get shot by the other person that was missed. That was missed previously. <laughs> Tugs call up. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to get shot by that person again. Again, yes. <laughs> Move one, two. So just, so just over the comms. This fucker's dead. Uh, one, two, three, four. Free action boost. One, two, three, four. Full action. <laughs> uh, Time for a barrage. That the 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 charged blade drops into the ground as the both hands reach over the right hand shoulder, grip the hilt of the giant blade of the giant cleaver like sword that hangs off the back of Mizuchi's jetpack, and just one stroke down. They're going to hunker down. As <laughs> this, well, depending, we'll see if they hunker down. They do not. God damn it! <laughs> they just they just duck to the, they dodge to the side, just as you wildly telegraph that you're going to do an overhead I shot. Mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> Max. You know, you, you have to telegraph yeah. everything. As the thing hits the ground, the hand grabs the uh, the the left hand reaches over, grabs the charge blade, rips it out of the ground, and brings it towards them. I have just realized I messed up. That that is one of my favorite things about Lancer. I feel like like half of us are sort of like hyper anime Gundam pilots, and some of yeah. us are like eighties like <laughs> BattleTech pilots. Yeah, and... <laughs> I mean BattleTech is also hyper anime. It was like it, there's that whole like what was it? Oh, God, what are they? What do they used to call the ones that they like straight up ripped the artwork from? Macross. From yeah, 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 but like, what did they call them in setting? Because there was oh, actual like yeah. a canon term when they stopped being able to use the artwork. It was like the unseen or something. I don't, I not, do not remember. Uh, but it's a nineteen as uh, a sixteen to hit with the charge blade. Yeah, that definitely hits. Okay. So uh, the 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 heavy the heavy blade was just a distraction to hide the movement of the charged blade. All right. After the fact, <laughs> so he's gonna. They're gonna hunker down for this one. Uh, so that's three damage, energy, three energy damage, and it's armor piercing. All right. Not Which, that I think these guys have any armor. Uh, they actually do, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so just boom, and then it comes across. So like where that one would have been bisecting them top to bottom, this one goes across horizontally. All right, it kind of floats there for a second and then starts tumbling towards the ground. And uh, you see that same dull orange glow from the, the cockpit. Can I tell what that's coming from? Uh, it's uh, from what you can see. It's coming from the uh, where the pilot would be. Is there no pilot there? Uh, you can uh, check next uh, next turn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I could get a spot check or not. Uh, go ahead and roll to to see if you can. Because there are a couple that have been cracked open. 
2021. Yeah, no, there are definitely pilots in there. Uh, the one that uh, uh, Sparky shot through, uh, that's actually right about here, or actually is, it was near where you are now. Uh, you can actually see that one. You saw the molten bit start to pour out of the the munition wo- or munition hole. Uh, now it's uh, in this short bit of time that you've made it over here. It's actually started to eat away the rest of uh, the top half and the bottom half of the mech. It starts to be, or it seems to be melting outwards. Does it seem like it's like a self destruct, or not not a self destruct, but like a like a self clean, like a destroy the evidence kind of thing? If you had to make a guess, that's what it looks like. Over the comms, it looks like these mechs have some sort of uh, cleanup fa- cleanup phase that's triggering after they're destroyed. If we want to save any pieces of them, you better cut them off from the core. That's shady as hell. I'm going to grab those legs. <laughs> Later. Anyways, that's my turn. All right. So during that turn, I just realized I messed up something fierce. Oh, yeah? I'm sure we've all messed up something fierce <laughs> at oh. least once. In my case, it's that both my uh, rocket launcher and my sniper rifle have the ordnance tag, which means I can only fire those at the start of my turn after I use protocols. <laughs> oh, all right. All right, well, now we know. But you missed twice anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did hit with a sniper rifle, but I will remember that for future ref. There we go. All right. Remember what all these tags mean now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> New so, system, who dis? One of their turns now. Let's see. This one up top rushes you. Oh, hi. Yeah. I'm a little busy at the moment. Can you try again later? <laughs> Not so much. It is going to... Uh, yeah. Pull out uh, a large combat knife and try to drive it into the back or the base of your uh, mech's spine, where the spine would be. So... Straight. Nineteen. Ow. So it does four points of kinetic damage. Ow. I go to as eight. it slices into the machinery around you. And that is it. It took all its movement to get there. All right. So that's going to be either William or Craig. Craig, who has stepped away? The Regan Leaf would like to go. So, All right. So um, Valkyrie looks over her shoulder and sees Sparky being attacked up close. And these just sort of like the core starts to burn hot as she uses the power up and is going to uh, move and free action boost to land. Uh, let's see. This should be. Eight hexes, yeah, that's right there. And is going to full action barrage. Uh, first with the heavy blade, which, as as you see it come down, is actually a large axe. 
uh, which is going to be with the extra accuracy from power up. <laughs> we have two heavy blades. One's a large cleaver. The other's a large axe. <laughs> They're both large axes. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> that hits. All right. Uh, Let's see. The damage charge on the heavy blade is two d six plus one. Fucking going through these people like they're zakus. Just <laughs> and damage. You're Ow. muted, Cody. What did you hit him with? Uh, the heavy blade, my axe. He- oh yeah, uh, yeah. You split them in twain, and that same orange molten glow. Sp- as soon as the blade goes through the cockpit, just immediately starts to burn up through the middle. Since I since I use barrage and I don't have to use my second mount, can I use my charge blade to lop off one of the arms to separate it from the core so it doesn't get eaten? Yeah. The, the weapon arm, preferably, so I can get their weapon, too? Yeah. So. Go for it. <laughs> and for then... as, as, you, as you bring your blade down, it kind of gets stuck towards the bottom, and you just kind of, like, <laughs> you have one arm on the blade a- uh, on the axe handle still and then you grab the other arm and you just put one foot down and just rip and <laughs> split it in half and take the arm off yep. and then with a free action don't worry Sparky you can do this one left finish it and I'll give you a leadership die alright finish it unless Maul finishes it first <laughs> oh I have every confidence that Maul will handle that eventually All right. If 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 Ma does not, then there's a leadership die for the sniper. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's an NPC turn now, so. Yep, and uh, some things happen. And one, two, three. One, two, three. So moves it there. And fire at Mizuchi. Fifteen. Hits. <laughs> All right. So that's six damage. Down to eight hell points on my second structural die. Or damage. All right. So still, still good though. And wait, did I? I did. I don't have any heat. What am I doing? You hear my dogs? <laughs> yeah. My, it is your turn. Okay. Um. You all got this covered? She'll shout over towards the two that are engaged with the, the remaining one. Oh, that one's dead. Okay, okay. All right. Then um, I'm going to move and boost as a free action to... again. And get up to here. Uh, and then 
Yeah, I'm just going to open up. I can't quite get it with my heavy, but I'm going to open up with my... All right, go for it. Uh, you can still take a full action if you have taken a move and a free, right? Yes, you only okay. you only, you only, only can't if you've taken one of your quick actions. Yeah. All right. um, so full action to barrage and fire with two of your weapon slots. Okay. All right, uh, so let's see. And then I get uh, accuracy on, on... I roll once and apply it to both? Yeah, well, you, you roll one accuracy each time. Okay. So each, each attack gets its own accuracy die. First one gets six. Okay. Uh, that's with the, the assault cannon. So that's a 12. So, Which will hit, I believe. Cody's muted. Yeah, that does hit. Roll your damage. Let me see. Oh, I'm just going to see if I can do Okay, so that's that's to hit with the other one, but... Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I think I think this one is Swiss cheese. Yes. yes. Probably, I, I should roll it. Well, okay. Uh, so it's... Um, it's mag damage, um, so it deals kinetic. It's just 1d6. Okay. Uh, so four damage. All right. You can roll damage for the second hit too, if you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I? I mean, can I? Can I choose to shoot the other one at something else, or it has to be at the same target anyway? I believe you can choose to shoot separate targets. Yeah, as long right. as there's something within range. There are yeah, no other targets though, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'll just I'll just unload with the mortar as well. Um, so that's one d six plus one. And this is explosive damage. Braca, braca. So a total of nine. All right, total of nine. Yeah. Uh, as you fire at it uh, with your uh, <laughs> rifle, it just immediately, the first few rounds just tear right through it, and it starts to slump forward in the low gravity, just slowly falls. And then the mortar just hits it and just, not quite like an implosion, but it just like point of impact detonates. No it, more chest cavity and just it's just bits flying off, hitting the rocks behind uh, it, it, off to the side. In the brief period of time between the rifle fire and the mortar impact uh, overcomes, you will hear Moss say, belt and suspenders. And then the, <laughs> the, the mortar impact. <laughs> All right. Appear to be free of hostiles. Uh, I'm going to see if I can recover some of the parts from this mech before they get disintegrated. Okay. Uh, which one? Yeah, you're by that one. Uh, the one that Sparky shot is almost entirely gone now. Uh, the one that you're next to that you just took care of, uh, yeah. Go ahead and can I get like the leg, uh, like a leg off? Because I, 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 I split the top from the bottom. Are the legs being eaten away, or is it, but or both? Uh, it's slower, but they still are. Yeah, I'm just gonna cut off some of the legs so that we can see if we can get any identifying insignias or something. Okay. All right, someone plant those en- plant that engine. I got it. Only you need somebody to patch you up. I'll be fine. I'm going to spend. I'm going to spend a repair. 
<laughs> Speaking of that, I would also like tail. to tail. I don't know. Yeah, but you, I'm about to find you're going to be fine, like like for real fine, or you're going to be fine, like bullshit tough guy fine. Well, let's find out. Hang on. Uh, let me see what does what does repairing on the battlefield entail, William? <laughs> well, I'm looking through it right now as well. So actions you can take. Uh, da, 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 da. Full actions. So you can stabilize, which will cool your mech, clearing all heat and the exposed condition if you have it. And you can mark one repair off to restore all of your HP. Uh, one of those two options. Yeah, choose one of the fall. Choose one of those two, and then you can also choose one of the other one of these other options, which is reload all of your loading weapons, clear any yeah. burn that is currently affecting you, clear a condition that wasn't caused by one of your own systems, or clear an adjacent allied character's condition. Yeah, so so you, you you just hear you, you just hear a couple of like you you hear like sort of an electronic crackle as some of as some things are getting rewired, and then over the comms. I mean, I'm not going to be able to restore my compcon until we get back to the ship, but other than that, I should be good. As I spend a repair to heal my hit points back up to full. Or my hull points back well, up to full. I will also take a stabilize to restore my hit points back to full. I am going to And also reload my loading weapon. Yeah, I'm going to stabilize to clear heat and reload. Um, I, will, I will plant the charge and then collect my, uh, uh, my mobile, mobile barriers. All right. Okay, so the ground teams were ambushed by some mechs that either were really shitty, or the ground team, or the the uh, shock, the strike teams did a very good job at weakening them before we got here. Oh, ground teams totally dead. Yeah, there. You can see the bodies on the map. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. One I mean, one of the fire teams, anyways. We yeah. found. Uh, does it do, are are any of the um, are any of the enemy pilots like floating around? Mostly pieces. Okay, I didn't know if there were any. A lot of, of explosive that were, still alive. were used and blades, so mostly segments. Okay. Is is there these guys were civilians? The 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 uh, the ground team. Uh, the initial installation team was uh, from uh, yeah they though they were mostly engineers and uh basically like astronauts okay there, that, there were there were a couple of fire teams that went down to try and retrieve them which is the bodies that we found the bodies of one of the two fire teams that got sent i'm gonna re- are, are, it, it, i'm just wondering is there an equivalent of dog tags that tradition uh, would dictate we we collect um some form of identification no uh not on nothing that you can spot on these guys uh, they're mostly uh-huh. in hard suits, uh, vacuum sealed hard suits. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So over the over the comms, I'm going to, I'm gonna drop out of my mech for a second to grab the uniforms off one of our enemies, in case it has any insignia. And so, and I'm going to put my helmet on, seal it, and then uh, go space go spaceways to grab something off of these bodies to see if there's any identifying marks. The ones that I killed are because they are still mostly intact and weren't exploded. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead and roll for it. Yeah. Because you, 
trying to find one of these before they uh, self-erased. Yeah. Specifically the pilots, not the... Yes. Yeah. Um, let me see if I have a skill trigger that would... Spot would help. Uh, yeah, would spot or stay cool? Either one of those, so... Uh, well, time-sensitive, either one would work. Okay. I mean, um, it's both, it is, it's both it a is. plus two, so it doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah. Val- Valkyrie will, while that's happening, head over to the bodies of the fire team and just... Mimir, Overwatch, please, and then we'll hop out and take a look over the bodies to see if there's anything unusual about the about the bodies of the fire team. Yeah, Spocky would go with you. Okay, uh, uh, Oni, you're able to recover uh, a sleeve off of a jacket, uh, like a uh, like a hard suit jacket. Yeah. Um, but it. It's singed at the edges Is there any uh, sort of by the shoulder. What's up? Is there any sort of insignia on what's left? Uh, there's a bit of a burnt um, lettering by the shoulders, but okay. it's the bottom half of uh, letters. So uh, there's a couple... Uh, well, there's what looks like... Um, let's see... Uh, it's either the, half, t- the it's bottom the- half of an I, and then next to that, uh, like an uppercase I, okay. and then next to that, there's just a s- straight uh, down, or just a straight line near it. Okay. So, get that. Got something, not much over the comms, and then I'm gonna because I've got my data plating, so I can still I can I can still communicate outside my mech. Um. <laughs> And then I'm going to head back to my mech and head over to where everyone else is while we set the engine up. Valkyrie's, Valkyrie's going to look over the bodies and see if anything is weird about the bodies, like any any awkward weapon marks or lack of weapon marks or any significant identifying wounds. Uh, looks to be mostly explosion, explosive damage. Um, uh doesn't look to be anything super weird. None of their, none of them are carrying weapons. Uh, looks like those were either lost in the explosion or uh, recovered or by, yeah. yeah, or scavenged. Um, nothing to that looks like they died in a firefight. Very Bucker short sort of, one. Bucker sort of looks down and looks around. Well. Gravity's low, so they could have gone a distance, but they couldn't have gone forever. And she kind of looks around and sees if she can maybe spot any signs of weapons being scattered or if it looks like they've been picked up. Uh, go ahead and roll. Can I use Rita's situation to help you? Yeah. Add, add an extra pair of eyes? Yeah. Or two if Astra can help. <laughs> am I finished with... Um... With setting the charges yet, or is that still going on? Sorry, what was it you were you were setting charges for? Um, the this... For the for the for the and for the engines. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, you're I'm able to thing over here. Yeah, yeah. I don't see anything. You have it set up, um, and there's no. Doesn't look like there's any controls on it, but 
it's it's in the coordinates that they have you have it listed for. Um, you also, while you're setting it up, you do spot. Uh, actually, I'll have you, uh, have you roll as well, Craig, uh, while you're setting this thing up. Uh, uh, yeah, roll, roll to, to spot, you said? Uh, yeah, just make a general uh, just make a general roll. If you have spot, it'll get a plus two. Yeah, but, yeah if you yeah. have spot, it'll get a plus two. An eight, so I think I missed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're setting it up over here. Uh, Sparky, you're kind of reading the situation you're seeing the the blast marks on the surface and how the you kind of think back to how the other mechs were maneuvering um and you kind of step back over here a little bit back to where you were and you can see a small where is it a small uh human-sized entrance over in this direction. I mean, you shifted right in life rather than... Oh, sorry. I grabbed the wrong one. <laughs> okay. Spot it over in this direction. Oh, the, that door right there on the map? Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. So, Sparky just surveys the area for a while, takes a sweep with the sniper scope just to get a better view. And then she spots the door and immediately gets on the comms. Potential contact. Door carved into the side of a mountain. Door carved into the side of an asteroid? Did I stutter? Where at? Uh, she will provide the coordinates. I'm going to boost over there. Okay. Mimi are usually like Mimir usually when there's not like a combat situation will provide comms out loud so that uh, Valkyrie can hear it while she's outside the mech so she'll hear that. Oh well, that's probably worth checking out, and we'll hop back into the we'll hop back into the Regan Leaf. Thank you. Yeah, for it'll be through your, through your helmet because I mean we're still in space. So yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna. Knew this fucking thing was launched, and Mom will head that direction too. Is this it? it... Is it large enough? Is it are too small for the mechs to get in? Yeah, it's a little bit too small for the mechs to get in. If only, uh, I, if only I had an atlas already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, atlas would have a field day in there. Um, I see an uh, enemy. It's an. It, I see an enemy. He's holding a katana. I can take him. Wait, that's a mech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while you guys are over here, though, uh, you are seeing. Uh, foot traffic uh, from the mechs coming to this point. Okay. Uh, no any mech-sized footprints leaving the area, other than to fight us? Uh, yeah. I, I'm assuming that the mech, that the pilots of the mechs came out of this to get into their mechs. You could I mean, that, make that assumption. That's... That, um... Where are the other coordinates for the engines? Uh, they're I mean, on... that's, that's 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 only asking over comms to everyone. Yeah. Assuming that about, we have them. Yeah, they're about uh, 
just under uh, half a kilometer on the other side of the uh, well, yeah, on the top half, pretty much uh, of the asteroid. Have I ever heard of, or has anybody ever heard of, somebody disguising a ship as an asteroid? Disguising a ship as an asteroid? Yeah. Go ahead and... uh, Roll for it? Yeah. Twelve? Once they hit a ship in an asteroid, yeah, uh, like they made a small port for it to hide, and then tried to use that to get a ship closer. It didn't work well, but you have heard of it's a fairly old tactic. Hasn't been used in for uh, in a very long time, is what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, but uh, used to be a cheap way to cause a lot of damage was to actually strap rockets or some sort of propulsion onto uh, onto an asteroid, how Ma was saying, and launch it. It, ta- it takes a while to get the asteroid there, but if you can plot the course right, you can use asteroids as ammunition. Is there, a, is there like, a, um, like a particular civilization or people that were known for the hollow out an asteroid and how to ship in it thing? Hollowing out a ship? Uh, no. Hiding a ship in it? Hiding a ship in it? No, that was that was more of a uh, last-ditch effort by uh, a resistance okay. uh, effort during the early days of SETCOM. So, so over the comms, Y'all get the feeling that there's like a ship inside this asteroid. Just looking I, at the door. <laughs> I'd go more with the idea that this asteroid was a being intentionally launched, as Maul indicated. Well, do we want to go inside, go set engines, or do both? We can theoretically do both if need be. Uh Two of us can take a look inside with our mechs left on autopilot, and the other two can go and drop engines. How about that? If we can go turn this thing off. Not only do we avert the disaster, we get this planet a new moon. Well, my AI is shot, so I can't be on autopilot. However, if we leave, if we all four of us go in, your three can stay on Overwatch, right? It can, but that'll waste us precious time if there's no way to stop the asteroid inside. I feel like we should go for the engines first. Prioritize the mission. Probably wise. If we're not going to split up, we should definitely focus on the engines. Yeah, I imagine there's going to be similar uh, contingents of enemies at the other engine sites. Let's get moving then. Just keep this place in mind. I'll put I'll put a nav point marker on the entrance. Easy enough. All right. Boost as hard as you can to the next one. Let's speed up. Copy that. Have, so if 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 the if the scene is going to last basically for the duration of our time on the asteroid, so power up will also last for all that time basically. Uh yeah. Cool. So. 
so, boost hard. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna boost all the way to the next engine. All right, go ahead and everybody just roll me a d twenty. Uh, yeah, everybody go ahead and roll me a d twenty. Ten. Eighteen. Three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there. Somebody has to take. Somebody has to pick up Jeremy Slack. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought I. And had I'm not rolling, ready. so. Uh. So yeah, you guys are flying across uh, towards the next um, uh, engine point, and you get to the engine point, uh, start setting it up. And, um, let's see, uh, Shani, Oni, and Sparky, uh, you all look kind of off towards the back end of the, uh, asteroid, and you can see an, there's something odd over towards the back end um uh you can start to see you're starting to see uh from the front you're starting to see uh a couple of the larger planets that are in the system coming closer mm-hmm. um off the sides but towards the back end you can see uh some sort of weird it's uh seems like an unnatural change in elevation for probably about uh a 50 meter 50 to 100 meter gap. And then uh, uh, on either side of it, uh, like, it seems like a, to like be a, just... Like a crevice or something? Uh, a little bit more like the dust is getting kicked up by something. Okay. It's You don't know if it's uh, because you're getting closer to the sun and any water might be evaporating or if it's uh, but it's it's odd or potentially say a set of boosters boosting this meteor at something or yeah or something headed your way look uh, I'm going to indicate the direction eyes that way <laughs> Ma turns her head because she was the only one that didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you finish setting up the engine and then look that way uh, what's, what's the direction of the next engine? Uh, so you guys are basically actually just going around the equator mm-hmm. and placing engines at the axis so that you don't just, when they fire off, you don't just start spinning the yeah. asteroid. Yeah. So, so there's four of them? Yeah. So, so the next one, uh, the next one would be in the direction of this disturbance or not? Uh, it wouldn't. It'd be... Uh, so the disturbance is, like, on your right. Okay. Uh, about... It's about... A little under a kilometer away. Um, so closer to, like, the far end of the... Uh... Yeah. Far end of the back half. Alright. Um... I'm the most mobile of the four of us. The three of you keep going on to the next engine point. I'm going to detour and see if I can tell what that is before catching up. 
Let's get into a fight. Oh no, I'm not gonna get into a fight by myself. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to let you guys miss out on the fun. Powerful, sweetie. Um. Though, if I am in a fight by myself, I do get better because then I get to take every other turn, <laughs> 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 rather than three turns of getting shot at. It's just like no. It's you you get no. to take a turn, and then the enemy gets to take all their yeah. turns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dang that's it. that's definitely how it goes. <laughs> I was thinking it's like if nobody else on your turn, you just take another turn. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. So I will I will detour. I will fly towards the the disturbance to see if I can tell what it is. <clears throat> okay. All right. So you guys split up. Um, yeah. Uh, you you guys probably actually reached the third engine site just as. Uh, Oni reaches the uh, disturbance. Uh, as you get closer to the disturbance, you can see that it actually looks like a, a cliff starts to drop off. Uh, uh, and when you actually get to the edge of the ridge, you can see a small pair of vents uh, that are just um, uh, venting out something. Uh, but underneath, in between that 50 to 100 meter gap, or that about 100 meter gap, uh, you can see a set of what looks like blast doors that lead down into a recessed uh, area. I I'm going to capture an image of it from my mon- from my mech's monitors mm-hmm. and broadcast it to the rest of the strike team. Okay, you guys all get an image, uh, albeit upside down unless you go to the opposite edge at the top of the ramp. No, I'll stay where I'm at. Okay, yeah. So you get an upside down image of blast doors. Look what I found over the comms. Place is riddled with them. Mm-hmm. The subterranean complex or more of the Probably same gonna one. have to go inside. Well, let's place all the engines first. Meanwhile, I'm going to do something about these vents. What are you going to do about those vents? Well, vents vents don't work really well if they're closed, right? Generally not. So yeah, I'm just going to go to each one and clamp, clamp, and squeeze. <laughs> okay. I'm a man. Uh, There'll be a hull check ahead. to try and do yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead and make a hull check. <laughs> As I look up the rules for hull checks. DC is either 10 or 20 if you think it's impossible. Oh, yeah. Definitely not impossible. Fifteen. Fifteen, all right, yeah. You reach down, grab it, and then you can feel the... Instead of the hearing the groan of metal, you can feel the groan of metal as you just pinch it. I like I like to think that point. I like to think that because mine's a Vanguard class rather than like the traditional like joystick controls, I have like arm controls, so I'm doing the motions. I'm just like, yeah. and I just feel the resistance and hear and like feel the trembling. Yep, crunch. A little bit of haptic feedback. You're trying to close your hand, and your gloves like, nope, 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 yeah, nope, nope. And then you just feel it go. Yeah, finally like, gives. Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so are you John are you saying you have you you've got the moves like Jaeger? Yes, I've got the moves like Jaeger. <laughs> um yeah, I'm going to do that to both vents. Okay. Yeah, you're able to close them up. There's a little bit 
of uh, gas that's still escaping, but nowhere near the amount that, that was previously <laughs> escaping. So effectively stoppered. And then I'll rejoin the others while I hotbox this facility. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with, Run, Sabri. With, with their emissions, which is probably not going to be healthy for the people inside. I mean, let's be fair. They're on an asteroid that's on a collision course. I don't know that their health is their highest priority. That's also true. Also, probably all wearing hard suits unless they decided they wanted to have some kind of environment in there. I mean, there's a reason they're venting that. Yeah, to push this asteroid further. <laughs> well, no, that's not that's not like an engine. That's just a vent. Like a, yeah, pushing engine. air out the back also provides forward thrust yeah. by a Newton's third law. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, and then As I'll you guys... rejoin them. All right, yep. You rejoin them in short order. It takes you a little bit. You guys probably have about four hours left now before you hit the point of no return. Um, and you're setting up the third one. Uh, everybody go ahead and roll me uh, another D20. Is this something spot. that Spot would help? Spot with? will help. 19. Seven. <laughs> also seven. Fifteen. All right. So you take a moment uh, at one point, uh, Oni, and you kind of get up high for a bit. You can you have a flight suit or you have a flight module, so you might as well use it. Get See if there's anything up ahead farther. Uh, and Ma, you actually uh, almost you you spot it from a distance as well. Um, it looks like a crater from uh, from a ways off. But as you guys get a little bit closer, um, on your way to the fourth one, yeah, fourth yeah, one. On the way to the fourth one, you're actually able to spot uh, what looks like a drilled or uh, worked shaft down uh, that looks vaguely like a crater from distance. Is it something that a mech would be able to fit into? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's about, uh, I'd say, 30 meters diameter. Oh, over the comms. Anyone else see that crater up ahead? Yep, clocking it. Looks kind of like a launch bay to me. Probably an easier way to get inside than dismounting and heading in through the damn doors. How many engines do we have left? One. Let's plant that and take a look inside. How much time we got left? Checking the clock. Four hours. Four hours, yeah. Sorry, my dogs are going nuts because my dad's out in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) And they can't be separated. Um, Yeah, uh, you're able to make it to the fourth one. Mm -hmm. Uh, No problems. Set it up. Doesn't appear to... Planet market. Yep, planet market. And turn it on. Doesn't, like, on not as in firing, but on as in activated. So, 
probably can't get a message back out to our employers because of the EM field, but I'm imagining that EM field is man-made. Let's take a look inside. Head back to that crater. Yep. Uh, You guys head over to that crater and take a look down. Uh, That's when you see that it's actually a... uh, all the way down at the bottom, probably about 40 meters, is a low-impulse ion engine. That's the booster. It's around... It's almost... It's on pretty much the same axis as the engine that you just... Mm -hmm. Sparky, do you think you could hit that with your rocket? Oh, I could almost certainly hit it with several things. I feel like we should pour fire into this hole until it stops working. Yeah, it, if if we just leave these here, these engines can counteract any thrust provided by the engines we just planted, so we need to disable these. Before we begin percussive maintenance, <laughs> I would like to at least see if I can determine anything about them. Any uh, any more information we can gather about who set this up would be beneficial. Let's take a look. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to state the obvious: we blow these things. Ain't exactly like this thing is going to come to a screeching halt. No, but it'll help. Uh, it'll help our engines work better if these aren't working. Yes, if these are still working when our engines fire and anyone is still on this thing riding it to its destruction, they can just turn these engines on to counteract the thrust we use to try and get it off course. And then you've got a rifling asteroid as opposed to a turning away asteroid. What would be an appropriate role here to uh, examine the Ion engine once we get close enough. Uh, let's see, what do you have? Uh, I mean, it'd just be a straight D20. Um, could I use reader situation to help you? Uh, I'll say yeah. Cool. Uh, how do you... Are you getting closer? Because uh, we're at, yeah, we're at the top of a shaft. To yeah, because it's it's a straight it's a straight shaft. There's no oh, it's there's no like down. path down. Okay, um, I know Sadie. It's so bad. I can fly I, down and take pictures if you want. I look over at uh, Maw. Can I borrow your deployable cover? Of course, sweetheart. She takes it off, and passes it over to to uh, Sparky. I would like to combine that with my own to create a temporary stairs down using Inventor Create. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, go ahead and roll with your 20. <laughs> I got a 15. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no problem. You're able to just slide it, down a little bit, it, jam it, the cover underneath. and then It takes her a while, but uh, Sparky just jams one bit of the cover into the side of the wall and then sets another one a little bit further down. So she basically just makes stairs that she rips out and puts down in front of her. Okay. Nice. Um, So she probably gets down to about 20 meters out from it. All right. Um, Does heat dissipate 
uh, over time. I can't. If you weren't, uh, if you weren't in space, probably. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's the shitty part about being in vacuum. There's nowhere for it to dissipate. Uh, yeah. Mechanically speaking, heat resets either when you take any form of rest or when you use the stabilize. Yeah, and I've used stabilize to do that. Okay, you would assume stabilize. Uh, you know, sort of in. Yeah. It yeah, has so. some kind of like specific venting mechanism. Yeah, like you 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 have the ability to like you could just like flush coolant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stabilizing is like you know you see you see like the 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 small circular pistons rise out of the side of the mech and steam rises off of just them. The yeah. heating, heating coils pop out. And... Are probably exposed to the vacuum of space. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the 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 heating coils outside of the mech will cool the mech down. And they can cool down slower, even though they're not. They'll still cool down some amount. Like you still yeah. radiate heat in space. You just don't radiate it very effectively. Actually, you radiate it more effectively because everything around you is very cold. No, because there's nothing around you to radiate it through. You yeah. actually yeah. You, you hold yeah. on to heat very well in space. It's counterintuitive. Yeah, but yeah, you feel like it's space. Cold. Space isn't cold. It is the absence of warmth. Well, actually, <laughs> we're not. In zero G, we're at, we're actually in the atmosphere of this asteroid, yeah. which, as minimal as it is, is still stuff to, to leach heat. Yeah, it's yeah, it's negligible though. Um, but yeah, still, but yeah. it's not nothing. We have, yeah, we have stabilized, so the heat isn't irrelevant. At yeah. That. Um, okay. Is... So, getting a bit closer to this ion engine. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and look over it. I just have to find something else. Uh, if you're looking, it might be like a, an engineering save to resist heat from the ion engine, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, yeah, no, it's an engineering save. Yeah, okay. that's what I was looking for. Uh, but so, it's not to resist the heat. How does saves work? <laughs> Same. Um, they, are, you, they use your engineering skill. And oh. if you have anything that modifies a save, it's affected by it. All right. So... In fact, I believe, let me check the regular, let me check the... Uh, you get to add plus one accuracy on all attacks, checks, and saves, so you still get the power-up boost to your saves. Well, uh, Sparky never activated the oh, yeah. back fuel injector, so... I mean, that's fine. I still get a bonus because I've put a point in engineering. Hey. Oh, I should have gotten a bonus for my hull check, then, because I have a point in hull. Another 15. 15, all right. Uh, you can... Uh, your visuals... Uh, uh, getting closer to this ion engine, especially one of this size, is starting to affect your mech a little bit, but you're it's you're able to uh, resist because of the hardening that you've uh, applied to your mech. Astra, proximity warning, handle it. All right, so, and yeah, what do I see on this engine? Is, is there a like any particular identification um, specs where it might have come from? Uh, nothing that you can see from here. Uh, uh, even closer, it looks like a generic. It looks like it may have been intended for a ship, but repurposed. Uh, this close, you can see that seems to be at least recently printed. It doesn't have a whole lot of wear and tear for... It's an older model engine, but uh, it doesn't have a whole lot of wear and tear. 
All right. And for it. To that end, I will retreat back out of the shaft to regroup with the team. Right. And return the deployable cover to more that I borrowed. Thanks, man. Rack it back up on the back of the neck. All right. And with that, we will end this session. <laughs> the dogs are very adamant that we end the session. Yeah. 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 It's that time of night. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. All right. Bye. 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 All right. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>